0: I think we can all agree that people have gotten into the habit of being the victim. The whiny, lazy victim mentality. And holy shit is that getting old. This is Ambitious AF, Ambitious AF. If you put in the work, there's no limit to your own success. Rewind that. If you put in the work, there's no limit to your own success we said work no pie in the sky no ring around the rosy horseshit no reciting positive affirmations throat punching you with real raw and straight up grit all right we'll give the care bear mother a minute to tune out go ahead now, now, let's do it. This is Ambitious AF, and this is Aaron Whitehead.
1: Community, what's good? This is the Ambitious AF podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Whitehead, and you should know that I am ambitious as fuck, you guys. This podcast wasn't planned, so I'm gonna go ahead and shoot from the hip here because that is the shit that entrepreneurs do. When we have a great idea, We move off schedule and immediately take action. That's what we do around here. So today, I'm about to hit you with a dose of real ambition that's gonna smack you right between the eyes because I know you love it. You are gonna feel it. And hey, if this is your first time listening, welcome. You should know that this content is for the people who are gonna listen to these words, take it seriously, and fucking dominate their world. So with that said, There's two buckets that you'll likely fall into when you listen to this content. You're either going to be seriously offended or intimidated, or you're going to be seriously inspired. And quite frankly, I'm hoping to inspire the fuck out of you over and over again. But if you are offended by the words spoken on this podcast or any of the ambitious AF episodes, then quite frankly, I don't fucking care. I'm not talking to you because you are likely an entitled Care Bear motherfucker who stands with their hand out wondering where your gold shiny sticker is for waking up today. And that's just the fucking truth. So stop following my content, it's not for you. Oh, and to my haters out there, hey, you're following my content just to see me lose, aren't you? Well, let me save you some time. I don't fucking lose. I'll go back to curling up on the ground to sleep and live hand to mouth if I have to. I don't give a fuck. I'm not afraid of losing, nor taking two steps backwards which is exactly why I won't, which is exactly why I'm going to press forward faster, smarter, and harder than you, which is exactly why I win over and over again. And for those of you who follow me daily, or at least consistently, you know that I get up every single day and handle my shit. And it's hard to beat somebody, by the way, who chases their most ambitious desires relentlessly every single moment of every single day, which is why I'm not trying to like beat my competition or you because I'm hyper-focused on dominating my own world. So if you're waiting on me to stumble, you will be highly disappointed, my friend. Go find somebody else to watch who actually stumbles. Go follow the people who enjoy giving up on themselves. How about that? Because those online communities are everywhere. And how will you know when you find one? Because they all deny the existence of reality. These are people who villainize wealth and success and they want you to be a little bitch cog in the machine that controls everything you think do and say so go find those Care Bear motherfuckers trust me you will be greeted with open arms because around here and in this ambitious AF community you are not fucking special and if you agree with that last statement if that's the case for you you can think of the ambitious AF podcast as an entire library of knowledge that you can access for free by the way Anytime that you need to learn something new about mental toughness, or dust off some of that outdated knowledge that you didn't know you were carrying around, or figure out your pathway to the mindset of what it takes to level the fuck up in your business and in your life. Some of it is going to make you cringe, I have to warn you. Some of it will make you laugh, but all of it is what it takes for you to wake the fuck up and double down on your most ambitious desires so you don't live any more of your days with regret. And... Since this podcast isn't sponsored, I ask that you pay the dues for listening, which means if you like what you hear on this episode or any of the Ambitious AF episodes, I ask that you bring me a friend who also likes to wake up and kick some ass every day. Tell them about this podcast and all the episodes that resonate with you. That's how we grow this podcast together organically. Those are the dues. Now, Without further ado, let's get into the meat of why you are all here today and why I'm here today. And it's a highly intense episode of Ambitious AF where I am going to ruthlessly expose all the weaknesses that you crutch on to remain inside your own struggle. Because this is how you can become aware of your own bullshit. This is how you can begin to identify the cracks in your own foundation and seal them up. That's how shit changes, by the way. That's how everything changes, and this is how you win. So let's dive headfirst into something that I get asked about all the time. And it's the reason why most people totally screw up their lives. It's why most people fail in business, fail in entrepreneurship, fail in their career, in their fitness journey, in their finances. And it's this, to be the kind of person that other people look up to, to be the kind of leader of yourself in your own life to be successful at literally anything that you do. In order for you to become ambitious as fuck in your own life or business, you have to embrace a lifestyle that will help you achieve everything that you want out of life. You need to learn how to play for blood. And that means doing whatever it takes to move the needle forward in your life because it's necessary, not optional. If you can do this, It will help you see things differently. It will help you auto-correct yourself in the moment. It will help you deal with the shit pile thrown in your lap more effectively. And I think if you can develop this lifestyle to complement what you're already doing in your life when you are chasing your most ambitious desires, I believe that you become unstoppable. This is the difference between how successful people think and how the Care Bear motherfuckers of the world think. So... Today I'm gonna talk to you from my viewpoint because I get slammed all the time by the delicate little flowers who listen to one of those social media videos that I post and they wonder why I'm so intense or why it feels like I'm yelling at you guys all the time. All right, well, some of the times I do yell at you guys, okay, but that's my passion coming through. But I get responses like, shouldn't you take it easier on yourself, Erin? Shouldn't you take it easier on everybody else, Erin? Why don't you enjoy life more, Erin? If you keep going in that rate, Aaron, you know you're gonna burn out. Aaron, you're so stressed all the time. You need to chillax. And hey, maybe you're somebody who thinks this from time to time about me. And that's exactly why I want to dissect this lifestyle that I live for you guys. So you have more of a roadmap and idea of where it comes from and how you can utilize this to seal up the cracks in your own foundation or close the gaps in your life, wherever they exist. So the reason why most people continue to spin in circles over and over again, the reason why most people continue to enter into what I like to call start-stop patterns with their fitness journey, for example, the reason why most people continue to tolerate intrapersonal relationships that have become barely functional is because they spend more time thinking about all the shit that they want to do in their lives. They're thinking about how they want to change their lives. And yet, They don't take any action towards any of it. You know what we call it when you continue to think about all the things that you want to do with your life and in your career and in your finances and in your marriage and in your fitness journey and you don't take any action toward it? You don't do shit about it? It's called mental masturbation, my friend. You are a mental fucking masturbator. You're mentally masturbating to the idea of all the shit that you wish you could do or be. You're sitting at your desk rubbing one off to the idea of losing 75 pounds for good and you're not taking any action. You're sitting there thinking about the idea of having a bank account you always wished you had and then you're not taking any action to the idea of being an entrepreneur or working for yourself and then not taking any action. And while ideas and ideation in and of themselves are super duper dandy, none of that means shit without solid action and execution behind it period and guess what while you're rubbing one off to your Candyland fantasy body and bank account allowing your environment to swallow you up people like me are actually out there in the arena getting our asses handed to us on a daily basis which allows us to adapt and refine our thinking and therefore we are out building our ultimate life because we're out here in the real world playing for blood and that's what you're not learning because you're not in the arena you're not sharpening your thinking when you continue to live in an idealistic floofy floofy candy land mental masturbation model like a delicate little flower who can't get your hands dirty and that's why you're not seeing the success you want in your life too by the way because you're not taking calculated risks you're not making decisions and following those decisions up with action. You are not learning how to iterate and adapt from your position when a shitstorm gets thrown in your lap. You have no situational awareness. You're spending more time mentally masturbating to the ideas than you are out in the arena playing for blood. Now, I don't want you to get this twisted. I'm not telling you not to create ideas, not to think about everything that you wanna manifest and what you want to accomplish in life. You need to be doing this on a daily basis, by the way. But what you are doing is taking the necessary action toward making those image creations a reality. You are pressing pause. You're trying to come up with the perfect decision or the perfect timing or the perfect headshot or the perfect business card or the perfect meal plan or the perfect website before you pull the trigger and go do what you know you need to do, which is take steps that will take you closer to the place that you claim you wanna be. So what do you need to know? If you want to make changes in your life, if you want to wake up and not feel like shit all the time, if you want to look back on your life without regret, you have to change your approach because what you're doing now isn't working and it likely hasn't been working for a while now. And if that's the case for you, then you need to identify the cracks in your own foundation sooner rather than later. Now, given this episode title, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite quotes by Ralph Waldo Emerson, who's very famous for saying, sow a thought and you reap an action. Sow an action and you reap a habit. Sow a habit and you reap a character. Sow a character and you reap a destiny. So I want you to let that sink into your brain for just a moment. In fact, remind that shit and play it back. That's some good fucking shit right there. If we work that quote backwards, what I just said is the way you think and take action, and what you think about taking action, and how you think of your own capabilities to take action will affect your entire life, including your interpersonal relationships, your finances, your career, the way you do business, your physical fitness, your mental toughness or lack thereof, your thought processes and behavior patterns. And that has to do with whether or not you chase your most ambitious desires and build your ultimate life. So I'm talking to you about thought patterns and why this is important is because what I like to call my play for blood lifestyle, it's the way my brain has been wired since before I even ran away at the age of 16. And it's the way that I think about my day and how I approach my day and how ultra successful people are also wired. But if you break down their habits, their decision making and the way that they process adversity or conflict, you'll find that the common denominator among all of these types of people is a play for blood lifestyle, which means moving the needle forward in your life, whatever it takes. And on the flip side, okay, the people who carry the entitled attitude, the ones who bitch and whine and complain and yell into the phone, the ones who bang their victim drum on social media, posting their sob stories and chasing double taps and sympathy from total strangers on the internet, these are the Care Bear motherfuckers of the world. What you'll find is that if you break down the Care Bear motherfucker habits, their decision making, the way they process challenges the way that they approach adversity or conflict these Care Bear motherfuckers they don't live in reality they live in some sort of dystopian idealistic candy land and they make decisions based on a reactive state of being because they don't think that bad things should happen in the world much less to them so they carry on their day and they live in some candy land oh oh, la de da with their heads up their own asses and because of this They're caught off guard when adversity comes knocking on their door. They're shocked when a monkey wrench punches them in the throat or when anything unexpected happens in their life. And when it does, well, holy fucking hell, okay? Their little feelings get hurt. And then they go post about it on social media. And I'm gonna tell you guys right now, if you live and breathe your days like this without expecting the unexpected, you will be miserable consistently, by the way. Misery will consume your entire day. You will experience heartache consistently. You're going to get stomped on by this world consistently because you're not operating in reality, which means you need to become more prepared. Now, I want you to think, what is the number one character trait of all ultra successful people, radically successful people? Sure, mental toughness comes to mind. Okay, discipline comes to mind. Sure, showing up for themselves or keeping the promises that they make to themselves, sure. All right, let's put those to the side because when you reach that level, all of that becomes the norm, by the way. So let's put it to the side. And now I want you to think, what's the number one character trait that they all share? The answer is the number one character trait that they all share is that they are predictable. Predictability is what you can count on from every single ultra successful person who walks this planet from the way they approach their finances to the way they handle conflict and adversity to the way they speak with intent these people are predictable they wake up and immediately begin playing for blood predictably and dominating their world whether they have a deal on their desk or not whether they woke up tired or not whether they're sore from their workout the previous day or not it does not matter You can bank on the fact and predict with certainty that these people will live a lifestyle and play for blood, and you're not, which is why you're losing all the time. Do you play for blood, or do you just talk a real big game on social media? What can you predict of yourself? What can others predict of you? Because if laziness and apathy and stupidity and dependence and weakness are some of your top character traits and the character traits of those you surround yourself with, don't be shocked when you continue to spin in circles over and over again. Your behavior patterns are more predictable than you think and you need to do a better job at popping the hood and taking a closer look at how you make decisions on a daily basis. Anybody who has ever been completely obsessed with chasing their most ambitious desires and getting to a place where you can have a play for blood lifestyle. They go through a period in their life where they have to clean the slate first, okay? They have to learn what the fuck went wrong and how not to make the same toxic choices going forward. So for me, in order to build my new foundation, that also meant during this time frame, no dating or screwing around, no alcohol usage, no distractions, no deviations, no excuses. Just pure tunnel vision and obsession on getting it right this time in all areas of my life, whether that was in fitness, in finances, in family affairs, in my coaching business, who I would allow into my inner circle versus not, how to make decisions going forward, what my core values were, and what I wanted my future self to look like when I arrived in that future moment. And I'm still working on all of this too, by the way, but basically I needed to know how to become the person inside and outside who finally handled their shit. And I wanted everything that I did to revolve around one idea and one idea only. Become the alchemist that you look up to. They handle their shit and they dabble in reality only with situations that actually are. They understand what a play for blood lifestyle is and they understand adversity and conflict and frustration. And the unexpected and the hurt and the blows below the belt, they understand that the hits never stop. And so when they get throat punched first thing in the morning, they fucking deal with it. They understand that this is a part of the journey. They understand that getting your ass handed to you is going to happen. But they also understand how to approach conflict and adversity and react to those situations that ultimately determine how it will affect their life. And that's what I'm talking to you about today. I'm talking to you about the winners in life and how did they build a mentality and lifestyle to play for blood and never give up and cultivate this mentality across all aspects of their life, regardless of circumstances. So if you feel trapped all the time and can't pinpoint why, it's because you're trapped by your own thinking. My goal is to get you to see what's happening in your life, to see where you're tolerating your own bullshit to see that you can make changes in your life for the better regardless of circumstances and to let you know that you're not the only one out there in your situation who has made changes. There's tens of thousands of people who listen to this podcast and take massive action in their life they never thought they could. They're out there chasing their most ambitious desires and they do it even though they're filled with doubt. And that might be you right now. Maybe you are doubtful things could actually change in your life. Maybe you're doubtful that if you take the action that you're thinking about taking, it might not end up being the right decision. Maybe you're doubtful that you're not capable of anything more than what you're doing right now because this is all you've ever known. And let me be the first to tell you, all new journeys start with doubt. All of them, not just yours. Guys. This is exactly what the play for blood mentality eradicates. Right now, you're tolerating your own complacency, laziness, lack of discipline, not doing the hard shit that you know you need to be doing that keeps you from where you want to be. You need to eradicate all the bullshit that you tolerate in your life that is keeping you spinning in your same tired struggle. And everyone is fighting demons that nobody knows about. Okay, it's not just you. Maybe for you, it's Alcohol or childhood trauma or heroin or overeating or overspending or using your body for attention or any of the shit that keeps you chained to a life that you secretly hate. You know what? If you give into that laziness for just one day, that's the gateway to complacency because you'll become unfocused. And if you become unfocused, you'll allow your foundation to crack. And if you allow your foundation to crack, then you're going to enter into start-stop patterns more. And if you do that, it's going to be five times as hard to recalibrate your baseline while you're spiraling into a bunch of bad shit that's happening simultaneously. So you need to figure out how to stop tolerating your own bullshit, and that includes fear of whatever the fuck that is for you. Fear of failing, fear of being pointed and laughed at, fear of looking foolish. Well, guess what? You have to look really fucking stupid before you can become somebody new. So how the fuck are you going to achieve a lifestyle where you play for blood on a daily basis without looking stupid as shit in the beginning? It's impossible. Yet so many of you are voluntarily choosing to live a life you secretly hate. Working at a job you secretly hate. Inside interpersonal relationships that are toxic as hell. Because you're too afraid to get laughed at by the people who don't even try. They're not even in the arena. And you're like scared that they're going to laugh at you. Okay? That's on you. So yeah. Yeah go forward with your journey and expect them all to point and laugh at you while you keep going. It's going to take a whole different thought process for you to realize that how you think now is exactly what's been holding you back in your life or it's what's caused your plateau right now. You have to unlearn what you think you know so you can become who you were meant to become in this world. Once you have awareness around all this, once you start living a life that plays for blood, it's a much different way of life. In fact, You'll begin to look at people differently. You'll begin to conduct yourself differently. You'll voluntarily shed most of the interpersonal relationships that you currently tolerate right now that you don't even realize are barely functional because you'll have a very hard time associating with people who don't fucking get it. You'll have a hard time engaging in the exact same toxic kinds of conversations with people that sound something like this. You know, Aaron, You should just really stop thinking about all this and like chasing what you call these ambitious desires. You should really come back to reality. Okay, what are you, stupid? Those are the conversations that you're gonna have to have if you stay in those interpersonal relationships and chase your most ambitious desires consistently. You're gonna find yourself trying to defend yourself to people who don't fucking get it versus having conversations with a select few who actually champion success and champion wealth. And champion your journey the people who actually know what the fuck is going on so no don't expect to be the popular kid expect to be the outcast expect to be lonely expect to be sitting at the edge of your bed every single night with your head in your hands wondering if you're doing the right thing okay the biggest enemy that you will face on this journey is yourself not the haters that you make up on your brain okay bitch you ain't got no fucking haters you don't have anybody throwing bricks through your car window or lighting your house on fire you haven't done anything yet no one's throwing bricks at you all right quit being a care bear motherfucker and here's another idea that you need to be contemplating on people who live with the play for blood lifestyle are not surprised about adversity okay they expect the conflict why Because this journey is a battleground with bullets flying at your fucking head all day, not a playground where someone throws sand in your direction and makes fun of your hair. Play for blood lifestyle means bad shit is coming your way. Resistance is normal. Throw punches happen the moment you wake up. People are going to actively try to tear you down. Setbacks are part of the process. You need to start expecting it, welcoming it, and thriving on it. The problem is that most people think that this journey is like a smooth roller coaster where the ride has a few ups and downs and maybe even some upside downs. But for the most part, they think that their windblown hair, maybe losing their sunglasses on the ride is going to be the worst part. Nope. Nope. Not in the slightest. That is Care Bear motherfucker thinking. The play for blood lifestyle means that you will have to eat shit when you least expect it. Literally eat shit like piles of it. You'll become a shit sandwich eating king. You'll wake up looking for the shit sandwich to eat. You'll be like, mmm, I love me some shit sandwiches. Can't get enough of this shit. Where's all the shit? I need me some more shit. Because that's what it takes when you play for blood. Nothing about this lifestyle is linear. And if you think it's a linear journey, hold on while I laugh out loud in your fucking ear. <laughs> it's a so fucking funny. It's funny. Your tolerance level for eating shit is Zero right now mine it's off the fucking charts so you have some catching up to do and don't think that eating shit for six months makes you special it doesn't go chase your most ambitious desires and eat shit for a decade and then come talk to me and you know what by the time you reach a decade of playing for blood kind of lifestyle thinking you won't even want to pull me to the side and brag about all your shit fucking sandwiches you'll just look in my direction and there's going to be an understanding between the two of us. A head nod. A fist bump. Knowing that today's shit sandwich is around the corner and we're both expecting it. We both slip on the play for blood armor because we're both ready to take the hit, stand back up, dust the fuck off, and keep taking steps forward. We're not waiting around for somebody else's help. We're not on the internet whining and bitching and complaining about our day, chasing double taps for sympathy. We do what the fuck it takes to move forward because... It's necessary and it's the only kind of lifestyle that we tolerate. And by the way, this is a skill set that you build over time by getting back up and moving forward. This isn't something that some people are born with, by the way, and you aren't. It's a decision that you make. You either decide to play for blood or you don't. You decide to get back up and move forward or you don't. You decide to read personal development literature instead of going downtown and acting like a whore, or you don't. You decide to adapt and iterate, or you don't. It's that simple. This is a way of thinking. It's a lifestyle. And the reason why most people don't choose this path is because they don't want to go through the bullshit. They don't want to go through the adversity. They don't want to feel the resistance. They don't want to lose their friend from the second grade. They don't want to be seen as the outcast. They don't want to lose family members. They don't want to be lonely. Blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Learn how to get hurt and keep going. When I was a gymnast as a kid, we were taught how to cradle our necks when we flip backwards, just in case we landed weird. We were taught how to take a hit to our bodies. We were taught how to properly flip around on the uneven bars, on the balance beam, on the floor, etc., And we were taught how to fall without injury or with less injury. And the problem is, most people don't know how to take a hit and keep going. They stay on the ground. They curl up in a ball, pointing fingers like a two-year-old. They post on social media how unfair life is, and they never learn the skill sets or the mentality that would allow them to bounce back with authority and keep going. True champions who can play for blood each and every day are quiet. About their gut punches because they've taught themselves how to move toward acceptance of the situation at hand at light speed and then immediately adapt to the situation in order to keep moving forward. So, for example, if you are in a situation right now and a champion who plays for blood was in the exact same situation and you both simultaneously get gut punched, the champion will have already adapted and executed action steps by the time you hit the floor four seconds later. That's the difference between people who play for blood and Care Bear motherfuckers who post about their tiny little bruise from hitting the floor that's not even visible on social media. And these are the same people who make their little situation overly drastic or they over amplify their moral injuries or they claim PTSD when really their lover broke up with them because they don't like to fuck Care Bears. So get your head out of your ass and handle your shit. A play for blood lifestyle is not optional. This is a necessity for your success. And if somebody tells you different, they're either lying to your face, trying to sell you their life coaching program. Take what I'm telling you today and implement it into your life right now. Not later today, not after the first of the year, not once you get your paycheck, not after your parents stop hating you, right fucking now. This life is about doing things that better your life and the lives of those around you. This life is about building a journey of you overcoming so that others can see what's possible. This is about you waking up every day and playing for blood and finding out what works and what doesn't work. Trying shit, failing, learning, iterating, adapting, doing it again, doing it better, doing it until you succeed. But yet, you keep planning for whatever it is down the road. Well, what the fuck are you planning for if you haven't been down the road yet? How can you plan? You can't. So go. Don't sit there with your hands in your fucking pockets because you're too much of a Care Bear motherfucker to do anything. Go do something. Take action. Move towards your goals. Don't repeat the shit that doesn't work for you. Adapt differently and play for blood. You have nothing to lose. If you're living a life that you secretly hate, you don't have anything to lose. And if you're like, but Aaron, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, fuck guys, neither do I. We're adapting as we go. We're out there doing some shit. And guess what? If you do enough good shit, eventually good shit happens to you. Go chase your most ambitious desires. Go surround yourself with people who make obsession feel normal and who aren't afraid to do the work and find people who champion success and wealth. Stop sitting on the sidelines, being a fucking critic, acting like a Care Bear motherfucker to the people in the arena. There's nobody coming for you. No one is coming to bring you a new life. No one's coming to hand you the success blueprint. It's on you to change your lifestyle for the positive. It's on you to keep up with that lifestyle consistently and predictably. It's on you to wake up and play for blood. So, Are you going to sit there looking for the secret recipe for success on the internet that doesn't exist or read another personal development book and not implement the information or listen to another ambitious AF episode and mentally masturbate without taking action or dream about how you're going to start tomorrow like a pussy ass little bitch or wait around even more because you think the world owes you something or are you going to play for fucking blood and do something that brings you closer to greatness? Remember guys, the choice is yours and yours alone.
0: And listening to Ambitious AF. If you're still here, that means we're family. Because you don't play the victim card and you're all about running anyone over who gets in your way. Welcome to the family. Pay your dues for listening. The podcast isn't sponsored, so the growth is organic. So if you learn something new or are inspired, we just ask that you share the show with a friend, a colleague, or anybody else who likes to wake up and kick some ass. We'll see you next time on Ambitious AF.